0: 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.312 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Joining me on the show is Cheryl Miles. Now she's a very familiar voice on Singapore Radio, particularly if you tune into our sister station, 1 FM 91.3, between the hours of 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Welcome to the show, Cheryl.
1: Hi, Adrian. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to be in the studio with you because usually we see each other in passing. You're yeah. on 12 to 1, I'm on 1 to 4.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we catch each other um, along yes. the corridor almost every day. <laughs> Let's talk about your cookbook. You're a self- published author. It's called Smitten in the Kitchen. Now, this book takes you on a tasty trek through the four stages of love. Now, before we get into the stages, what was your inspiration behind writing this cookbook?
1: Um, So, I mean, there's many reasons, uh, but the inspiration was basically to um, compile the date night recipes that I cooked for my husband during our courtship um, and also to share some love advice because I'm an old bride. (laughs) (laughs) I got married. Oh, I met Matt at Uh, the age of 41 on a dating app, and then we got married at 43. So, you know, there was a lot of these self discoveries and realizations. And um, I wanted to kind of compile that. And then I also believe that food tells a story because it tells a story of, you know, who you are, where you're going, um, what stage of life you're in. I mean, maybe you're training for a marathon. And so what you eat would be, you know, indicative of that. So um, uh, this is actually a cookbook of love, because it Basically, is a compilation of the food that I ate from the time I was single up to the time uh, we said I do at the altar. So there's my wedding diet as well.
0: Yeah, hence the title, smitten. In the kitchen, there's party food dishes for your American husband, like what he grew up on, uh, with a few American favorites, Asian classics, homemade pasta, pizza, salad, soups, a lot of food, actually, to be fair. It's
1: quite a Rojak mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something for every occasion. <laughs>
0: Something for every occasion. And the different stages, as you rightly mentioned, That let's talk about the first one. It's called Fabulous uh, Party Food for the Sassy Single.
1: Yes, because the first stage of love is is actually when you're single. It's not when you meet that person. Of course. Okay, so when you're single, you're loving on your friends, you're loving on yourself, you're being invited to all these cool parties. Mm. So it has everything you need from cocktails to salads uh, to soups for when you have a hangover (laughs) 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 to a party food, you know, to party food that you can bring to a barbecue.
0: Yeah. So what's probably one of the uh, main dishes when it comes to party food that you would swear by and take to almost every party you go to? Oh,
1: okay. So if I recall my single days, Bali is quite a a main fixture. (laughs) 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 Bali with the girlfriends and then uh, you know, the Naughty Nuri's um, Uh, Barbecued ribs, have you ever tried it? No,
0: I haven't tried it, but heard of it. So
1: I wanted to crack the code on that. And Mm. that is in my, uh, I believe, the fabulous chapter. And that's like a really easy um, meal that you can bring to a party because, you know, you prepare everything, then you stick it in the oven, and then it's nice and juicy and tender at the end of it.
0: Yeah, we're talking about Cheryl's cookbook on air. But if you don't follow Cheryl on Instagram... You really should, because she makes a lot of delicious food. And every time I watch these stories, um, I get very hungry, just like I'm doing right now. The second stage is the fun and flirty. So this is for more date night centric. So those initial stages. And there's, I guess that's one of the most crucial points because you either can cook or you cannot, or you're somewhere in the middle. So for you, what was that sort of recipe that you often went to?
1: Well, pasta is really easy, I think, and also if you're doing date night dinners at home, mm. you want it to be uh, fuss-free, right? Yeah. So you can still you know, have a nice conversation, you don't feel flustered, mm. you still look cute, <laughs> <laughs> not like sweating from having slaved in the kitchen all day. Yeah. So these are very easy, easy recipes that anyone can do. In fact, I think the entire book is easy recipes, um, and I also share lots of tips and tricks, so mm. there's you know, a lot of explanations just in case you're like a beginner cook. So um, it, it'll take you through all of that. And for the date night dinners, which is in fun, fun and flirty, um, oftentimes people think like, you know, date night dinners need, need to be like the stuffy affair over candlelight yeah. and, you know, like something fancy and fantastic. Mm. I think date night dinners should be fun because yeah. it should break the ice. So there's lots of finger food, there's tacos, there's um, easy pastas. So that's like the easy stage. The next stage is when things get a little bit more intense because you've leveled up you're in a more serious relationship that's when you kind of you know spend more time in the kitchen because if he hasn't put a ring on it or if she hasn't said yes (laughs) don't need to waste time
0: Don't waste your time, exactly. (laughs) Some great advice from uh, Cheryl Miles. Cheryl, it's almost apt that we've just finished Valentine's Day and everyone makes a very big deal of Valentine's Day because if you're with someone and you're happy, then every day should be Valentine's Day. And that takes us nicely to our next point. A lot of people had their proposals over that very special day, (laughs) as they call it, Uh, the fancy fiancé. So now these are more complex Recipes. This is when you kind of know it's a little bit more serious yes. and you're willing to invest that time <laughs> and also that effort in the kitchen. So, what would be one of those dishes that you know take a little bit more time for you to do? And one of the first dishes that you cooked for your now husband,
1: okay? So, first of all, let me just put a disclaimer out there, ladies or guys, even if you love to cook, don't Put it all out there like right from the start. Okay. The person kind of needs to earn their spot in at your dining table. Don't reveal too much. (laughs) Don't reveal too much. (laughs) And also, you know, because cooking is very intimate. I think when you share your food, you share your heart. And um so and not everybody actually appreciates that. So Mm -hmm. you gotta, you know, hold off a little bit. But both um me and my husband are like huge foodies, and because you know he used to like lavish me with these like really awesome, expensive dinners, and I'd feel like I need to dress up, he kind of encouraged um that domestic side of me. I was like, I wanna cook for you. <laughs> and that was kind of one of the ways that I knew that he was the one because I wanted to do that. I love cooking for myself. I yeah. do that anyway. Mm. But um, so one of the things that we did together was we bought a pasta maker. Okay. And so uh, this section, fa- Fancy Fiance, has like more uh, fun things you can do together make pasta mm. together, um, make pizza together from scratch. Um, and then there's also some like, you know, more date, like sort of celebratory um, meals that are a bit more fancy, like uh, there's veal, um, there's steak, <laughs> yeah. things that I guess you might um, serve if you're doing a candlelit dinner. Mm. So that's in the third chapter.
0: Yeah, Cheryl, you got married before the COVID-19 pandemic. And now that this book is out and... You can relate to a lot of people out there because they don't want to go out as much because of the COVID-19 numbers and the infections and whatever not. So a lot more people are staying at home what have they told you about your book? How handy has it been for them?
1: Um, well, the reason I, I launched it actually also is because it kind of coincided with the pandemic and the hope was that mm. more people would come to the, the kitchen. But because I've only just launched it like in December, um, I, I have had some feedback. Some people love the love stories that yeah. are in there. Um, some people enjoy the practical recipes because there is really something for every occasion. You know, There's, mm. there's soup, salads, there's fancy stuff. So there's low calorie food there's high calorie food um i guess you know they appreciate that it's so widespread it's very varied and it covers uh western and, and asian classics so hopefully more people will come to the kitchen and and please share your experience with me you can always dm me or like tag me on instagram if you do cook something at cheryl miles underscore
0: Before we get to the final stage, you also have the recipe to your mum's bread pudding in there. So it's not only stuff you grew up on, but also stuff you've experimented with and the foods that you really enjoy as well. And uh, that nicely takes us to our Forever After part, which is the conclusion. That's when you know you've got it, you put the ring on it (laughs) and everything you need to get you down the aisle and beyond. So almost half and half sort of.
1: yeah. Uh, So the first half is like more so-called diet food to get ready for. Yeah, (laughs) training. The the day you say I do. So um, because we're such huge foodies, my Mm. husband and I put on a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, He proposed at Christmas time and I was like, wow, this is, um, you know, now I'm suddenly stressed out because now I have to like Mm. go on this diet. So um, I I kind of created this diet and uh, managed to lose six kilos uh, for the wedding day. And Mm. he as well was on this uh, very clean eating diet. I don't believe in like um, torturing yourself just to lose Calories, I'm still a foodie. Things have to taste great, right? So, my wedding diet's in there. And then the other half is like um, more family style recipes because if you think about it, the first time you're smitten in the kitchen, it's with your mom or it's with your grandparents. Of course. And so, basically, you're bringing something from your past into your future. And yeah. so, there's recipes there that are both from both our moms. So, uh, the lemon bar recipe, which is a dessert, um, is from Matt's mom. And Mm. then the bread pudding is from my mom. So there's lots of, you know, I can't say it's a book of family recipes, but they are sprinkled in there just because, um, they are part of my, my history, my, Mm. my sort of, um, journey through, through life and through love. And, um, I am so stoked that if you buy it, it'll be part of your journey too in your kitchen. And that kind of blows my mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the sort of pricing strategy that you've Gone for with the book. How did you come to that decision?
1: Oh, okay. So, um, so a little bit of business talk here. So, coming to this, you know, first of all, the idea of writing a cookbook, um, it, it actually is very labor intensive and also um, more expensive than say, if you're going to sit down and write a novel, right? Yeah. Because there's pictures, it's on glossy paper, and of course, you want it hardcover so it like can withstand any sort of oil splashes or.
0: <laughs> and there's a nice picture of you drips. on the on the front cover as well. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: so um, that side story, um, I actually was pregnant at that time. Mm. And we uh, started 2020 with uh, the pandemic and a miscarriage so (laughs) i wanted to keep that photograph because Mm. it just reminded me of you know the the whole journey right the journey Um, the journey of love Mm. and also to share that you know women should talk about their miscarriages but anyway back to the pricing strategy um i also wanted the book to be light enough so that i could ship it overseas so 60 recipes was like the key number after like you know because i actually accumulated about 100 recipes over the course of the three years that I worked on this cookbook and I've released them as small mini supplementary books mm. uh, cookbooks as an ebook, which you can also get on the my website but 60 recipes was like the magic number and hopefully the hope is in the future once I sort of figure out the marketing strategy to sell these cookbooks, um, I can impart that to other home cooks because, you know, as you mentioned, uh, lots of people are returning to the kitchen during the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. that also includes home-based businesses. Um, And many of these women I've become friends with and guys as well. Men cook too. (laughs) And um, I hope to, you know, help them on their cooking journey to show them how they can also write a cookbook on their own um, at any budget. I mean, my budget was, Way beyond the 10,000s, but mm-hmm. you can also do it be, be below a hundred dollars even. And I hope to share these tips and tricks because I learned so much about self publishing, about you know, writing of course, um, and photography and you know, just putting everything together. And the next step that I'm still kind of trying to find my footing on is marketing the cookbook.
0: Yeah, it hasn't been a, an easy journey, but often when we come across difficult situations food gets you through a lot of the time. (laughs) And did you feel that?
1: Um, I felt like this cookbook also got me through a bit of a lull period at work because, you know, as radio DJs, we get invited to, say, press conferences, you know, concerts,
0: food tastings, tastings,
1: and all of that got cancelled, right? Because, you know of safety measures and everything and slowly it's coming back up but I felt like I was twiddling my thumbs I didn't really feel you know purposeful <laughs> you almost
0: forget how to people remember after we did this whole circuit breaker period and, yeah and we started going out again and meeting people it just felt really weird
1: <laughs> <laughs> it felt great, too. But, it felt great, you know. but it felt
0: also like, oh, Strange. now there's a curfew. We have to go home at 10.30, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: So there's some parts of it that I kind of enjoy. I-, I like coming home early. I like going to sleep early. But I missed, you know, having a busy schedule. And so the cookbook kind of filled that gap. And also the food obviously comforted me and hopefully will comfort you through uh, your journey of love, through the pandemic, through every day being Valentine's Day if you're with someone special.
0: <laughs> yes, it certainly will. be in conversation with Cheryl Miles. Helms The studio at 1FM 91.3 Every weekday Between 1 and 4 So great to talk to you Charlotte About your cookbook Smitten in the kitchen I've learned a lot And I'm sure Once people get their hands On these books then They'll be You know They'll explore This whole new journey And find out a lot more Not only about What's close to your heart But uh, also improve their cooking <laughs>
1: And you can get it on my website, uh, CherylMiles.com.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.